Hey, greetings. How you doing this morning, buddy? Good morning. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. I have the power of love back here. Yes, sir. I'm, how, I'm talking cassette tapes with people in the chat. How did you like that uh, cover? That was a good cover. It's a fun song. I thought that was a good cover. Well, thank you. We will have a uh, uh, another song from uh, Back to the Future 3 that will be taking us out today. So it's a cover song by a tribute band called uh, ZZ. So I guess you can kind of gives it away a little bit. So <laughs> did you know that they filmed both of those? I think right at the same time. Yes, they did, and it took like it four three. years because uh, I think they started filming two and three. You know, like you said, at the same time, and didn't they start like in '87? I think yeah, right after the first so, time, as yeah. soon as it blew up, I think so. Uh, let me go welcome everyone in the chat. Let me go back up here. Uh, let's see. Uh, BJ Farnsworth, if you're going to hit people up some money, we are going to uh, time you out. Um, I'll have a little news uh, about BJ here in just a moment, and I'll let you uh, bring us up to speed there, Justin. Uh, good morning, Christy. Uh, again, BJ, behave. Good morning, Shady. Uh, good morning, Justin, as you're here, even though I've already said that. Uh, John, good morning. Uh, Shady J, I think I said that already. Good morning. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Blue Eyes. Uh, let's see. Boland, good morning. Uh, skip it on down through here. Lucy, good morning. And uh, let's see. I said Blue Eyes, didn't I? If not, good morning again. Good morning to Lucy again, just because I, we have the best producer ever. Good morning, Third Eye Reacts. Now, I love that username, Third Eye Reacts, because I think that uh, that's an awesome username. And um, where did you get that username from, Third Eye Reacts? Uh, good morning, Travis. Uh, and uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, Mud Digger. Uh, happy to have you here. Um we're just getting started. We're going to be talking about back rooms and the uh, TikTok time traveler. Um, I don't know a lot about the back rooms, but I do know uh, a little bit about the TikTok time traveler because we talked about him, I think, for the first time when Cronkite was on the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, man, that was uh, several years ago. Um, let's see. Uh, Christy says, Third Eye does amazing art pieces, too. Well, that's that's awesome. 
That would um, be awesome. Email us something and let, let us look at it. That would now, be cool. I, we could share some of it. I was on the Here to Chew Bubblegum uh, YouTube page last night, and uh, he uh, subscribed to us. I subscribed back to him. Uh, so I was on there checking it out some of his stuff. Very, very good YouTube page. Um, I do, again, want to thank Mr. Rusty Truck from uh, last week. And uh, so you heard about us. Oh, okay, okay. You got the username from an Upchurch video. Uh, that That is awesome. Um uh, I'll tell you what, I've, you know, I, up until here recently, I've now not listened to a lot of Up Church, but my grandson, who's five, is, uh, and this is not me, I did not get him hooked on this song, do not think it's me, but that one song by uh, Adam Calhoun, If I Die Tonight, you know, everything's going to be okay, and it says like cuss words in it, like the F-bomb and stuff in it. And uh, Up Church uh, sings backup, and, well, not backup, but like duets and stuff. So my grandson started singing that last week or, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I picked him up from school and he's like leaving out the, you know, bad words. And uh, I'm like, who is that? And he told me and he's like, an up church. I'm like, oh, okay. So, uh, and he's like, Holler Boys is a good song too. So the first time I'd ever listened to that was a few weeks ago. That's a damn good song. Have you ever heard that, Justin? I think I've you would like couple- it. I've heard a couple bits and pieces of his. It's definitely not my type of music. Right. Not even well, I mean, you know, right. I, I honestly think that you would like Holler Boys, though, because I could see that song describing me and you and Bowling and uh, Elliot when he used to associate with us. Elliot doesn't like us. So, but uh, uh, let's see. So getting back to Third Eyes. But, yeah, yeah, thank you very much for checking us out. Uh, like I said, I checked your YouTube page out. Uh, it's awesome. I'd love to see some of your art pieces. Um you know, hell, we would. I'll probably drop the link here in a moment. If anyone wants to come up, you know, please feel free. You are more than welcome to come up and join us. Uh, Justin, do you want to? And I really cannot believe that I'm saying this. Um, yeah, I do. And I mean, if you want me to do it on video, I will. No, I, I don't do want you. No, 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 no. Oh. We're, we're not talking about that. Uh, okay. So the Reverend Billy Joe Farnsworth has stated he would like to come to Bunker Studio sometime in October. Now, I went back and forth on letting him come in the studio. Um, and I even told Justin no, because he contacted you first, didn't he? Uh, he's, he will not leave me alone. Okay. And I told Justin no, absolutely not. And then he contacted Justin again. He's like, hey, if you let me come in, I'll donate $1,000 to, you know, uh, whatever charity or, or uh, whatever you guys want in your area. So I thought about it, and I may do it. Um, we don't have a date set on that yet. Uh, what's your thoughts though, Justin? Because I mean, you've already told me that you're not going to be here when he's comes Look, to the studio. Uh, we both know there's a day I got to be off again in October, uh, to, to have the vasectomy stuff again. Um, I, I don't whoa, whoa. care again. They did not cut out the wrong string, did they? Um, yeah, they got my pucker string the first time and it, they went too far back on the backside. So they've got a, they were too small. They said they couldn't find the actual very <laughs> well, small area down there and they couldn't, they were having a hard time. Too small? An extremely small taint. Yeah. It and my testicles are not very big. They're, uh, uh you're right. TMI, man. TMI. Too much, too much. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a bashful person. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. But look, he's emailing crap out his, Apparently, and did was it you guys that had the people from? Maybe it was Spooky Family. I can't remember. One of you guys had the people from uh, Fallsburg on. Okay, that was the Spooky Family. 
they put on an amazing thing every year. Yeah. I mean, it's and, incredible. And what they do is really cool. Apparently, like two people, uh, and I've not met the other one, Billy Joe's one of them, uh, are concerned about um, that maybe it's it's a little too evil this year. It is a Halloween deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, it's like a what, haunted house, haunted campground, field. It's I mean, I have never been. It's a haunted complex. So, okay. Listen, it's massive. They put a ton of work, and this is people's livelihood. Mm-hmm. And he's he's trying to use something like that to get – uh, to, to get some attention, to get some money coming his way. But it's it, like, if nothing else, it's entertaining to watch Bowling poke at him. And it's funny to watch him embarrass himself. So yeah, I, mean, I, don't have, I, just, I don't have a problem with it. Like, I don't believe in censoring somebody. I don't have a problem well, with it. Let the idiots. Speak. I don't either. But I'm going to tell you, just right up front, you know, you're not going to be here if he comes to the studio. If he starts like, like an ass, I'm just going to remove him from the studio. And if it gets <laughs> physical, then it would just get physical. So. Bring bowling, bowling's dying to beat him down. Now, for those of you that, that are new and you have no idea who Billy Joe Farnsworth is, if you've ever saw the show The Righteous Gemstones, uh, baby boy Billy is really kind of similar. He's, I mean, he's a real-life baby boy Billy or any of your, like what Jim Beckers or Jimmy Swaggers back in the day that, you know, are telling you what to do, but they're doing the total opposite. And you no, know, we, and they want people's money. Had, I mean, yeah, I'm, and I'm just being honest. Con, so, we've had contact with this guy for years. You, that's one thing. Contact. I try not to contact him. Guilt by association. Uh, yeah. you, we Bolin has been pushing him forever, but now I mean, you're talking way back, years back. Like well, he was commenting on stuff, and we were ha- you all were having to kick him out of stuff. Yeah, years back, and if anybody's ever had a legitimate lawsuit about. Copyright infringement. I really believe Baby Joe, or uh, what's his name? <laughs> Baby uh, Boy Billy. Baby Boy Billy is, look, they 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 know he's from Mississippi. This guy's from Mississippi. Billy, Baby Boy Billy sounds like he's from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. They act the same. They, that's, I mean... Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty close. No, it, it, it is. Christie's got a good idea. Let Bowen handle BJF. I think the two of them together would be. I think <laughs> that be off if you need to be off with the two of them. I think man. that we should give him the wrong address and send him to Bowen's to send him to our Central Kentucky studio. <laughs> uh, but the thing is. Bowling's going out smarting. Yeah. You know, I understand that. But he has this just dire delusion that you love him and that uh, I love him and that Bowling hates him and he can save Bowling. I w- I'm going to have to go back and look at the episode and see if I can pull a clip for maybe next week or when he comes on the show because he left us a voicemail the first time because uh, one of his – he caught one of his – youth kids or whatever listening to our show on his on his iPhone during a service or something and he basically calls trash talking us and then he starts listening to us and he like I mean he's like a weekly listener, you know, and first comment of the day today. So, you know, and he's even got like our uh you know, and I should maybe I'll file a copyright on him for using our logo thing. But, you know, he's I mean he's just a in my book, he's a PO he, he's a snake. I don't know him personally to, well, yeah, POS. So I'm just going to flat out say it. So, 
I don't know him personally, but I know his personal beliefs, and I can tell you right now because he's very open about it. He's not a good human being. You know the the thing. He had the email address to hear to hear to Bubblegum mm-hmm. and to Talk Junkie, and he would email me every week almost. Right. And I never met him on air, hardly ever. I don't know if I ever did. And then I get a request for my address, <laughs> and I give it to him. Can't figure out. Why. Oh, you He's dumbass! He was in jail and couldn't email, so he was handwriting letters for me to deliver to you guys every week for a long time because he was in jail for a long time tax evasion or something like that. no at one point he got caught uh trying to save uh pole dancers at a strip club and bring them to salvation and give them money for food that's what he was trying that's, to do he wasn't jimmy wasn't Swagger. Giving them money for Jim Baker. he was giving them money for food yeah so you know and i'm sure he's gonna have a field day um hell maybe we could introduce him to car maybe we'll just send him to carson's house so uh, <laughs> um, they, may, they may get along. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because Carson got kicked out of a church there, uh, I think, last year. So, well, Billy Joe, if you get kicked out, Billy Joe just started his own. Yeah. And actually, his father apparently was a big time minister. Like he was, he was the legitimate version. Not legitimate. Let me rephrase that. He was. He was what Billy Joe is at a time when you could be what Billy Joe is, and people still, for some reason, accepted and appreciated it for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, dude, it's it's on telling. Um, but we are going to have some special guests next week on the show. We will have Rusty Truck's co-host, Mr. Rich Newbuck. Um, he will be on with us um, talking about some supernatural uh, hauntings that he's experienced and currently lives in a place that is haunted as well, and he's going to tell us about that. Uh, we're going to have Limits back. He also does ghost hunting, Limits does, and he's going to tell us about that. I don't have a date on Limits. I hope to get Elliot on, um, and we may have to move one show, like the October 15th show, and I've not had a chance to tell you this to that Monday or, or pre-record or do something because uh, I have to go uh, take uh, somebody to see dinosaurs. So yes, I thought well, they were, I thought they were extinct as well, but evidently they're not. Are fake. Well, you know, and we've so, had other we've had other people on the show that said they were fake. So so we're having Elliot on the show. I would like to have Elliot on the show. Oh, so he, he's, he's actually going to come then, you know. Well, I mean, well, he will probably, you know, be. Virtual, uh, but we've always had the spooky family or Elliot on. You know, I mean, if they don't do it this year, you know, they're they're killing a tradition. Um, That's true. And you know, today I, is the first day of spooky season. Yes, it is October first. Today's my daughter's so. birthday. Who? My daughter. Well, happy birthday. birthday! Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yep, she's born in. Uh, I guess I don't say the year, but yeah, October first. Well. Do you want to give her a call and see if she'll uh, answer? And I'll sing happy birthday to her. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's 8.50 there. So you don't want who to gives a shit? Daughter at yeah, the morning. yeah, man. Uh, Come on. Let's call her. You don't. <laughs> you if you do not. If you do not private chat or text me her number, you have no balls. She won't, she won't pick up, but I'll send it to you. Really? Don't you, don't, you don't. What if she does pick up? She might pick up. Now, I won't talk. You just act like she's won something or something. What do you mean act like she's won something? Okay. For her birthday. Like, act like she's won something. Okay. Good morning, Michelle. 
Oh, let's see. Morning, other dude. His name is Justin. So you you were totally fine. Um, he looks a lot older than me with his gray hair, but he's actually not. So it's because I change my name every week. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. Like last week, I forgot to tell somebody. Somebody's like, "Hey, uh, piano man, do you have a YouTube page?" And I I sent a picture and a text to you and Lucy. It would not let me respond. Um. I was wondering no, why the hell you sent me that I for. <laughs> I don't. Uh, the Talk Junkie would be where, and and those haven't been updated in years, but Talk Junkie would be where you would find uh, any of my videos that pertain to that podcast because we were talking about something I did on it. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so you don't you don't think she'll answer, though? I, I bet she will. I, I bet her, she'll be I hateful. Text this morning. I bet she'll be. Well, That's see. Hey, hate. there you go. So. And then my son sent a video, and then, you know, right at the end of the video, I was like, you know, because we, like, as a joke, me and him's always like, everybody, like him, my wife and him, we're always like, suck it, because he's seen that DX thing years ago, so he'll always say, suck it, you know. So at the end of his birthday video to her, you know, <laughs> I, I was expecting to suck it, and I was like, you know, right at the last minute, he drops the hands down, and he goes, suck these balls, and I was like, hold on. That's yeah. hilarious. So that yeah, is... I hell, I think it's funny. Um, I I think it's very funny. <laughs> see, see, you're 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 hesitating on sending me that number. You're no, uh, okay. All right, I just got it. So, uh, do you want to go ahead and read the first email while I put this number in the old in the old uh, show phone here? Caught you off guard, didn't I? Yeah, let me bring it up here. All right. Internet issues. Uh, at least it's not my internet issues this morning, knock on wood. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, sir. You're on the swap shop. What do you have to buy, sell, trade, or give away? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you, but you're, 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 you're going digital just a little bit. Hi, you're not talking. No, I can't hear can you because you you're not talking. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, I am talking. Okay. <laughs> I am talking. Okay. You had me worried for a minute. I was like, everything. Okay, here we go. All right. Let me find this email. So, all right. You ready? Yes, go ahead. All right. Um, this is from Brittany. <clears throat> Hello, Goose and Justin. I just wanted to drop you a quick note to say how much I enjoyed last week's episode. The discussion about the murder of wrestler Brody Brosey, <laughs> Bruiser Brody, was not only fascinating but also thought-provoking. Uh, you guys did an excellent job diving deep into the topic, and uh, and it really added a new layer of understanding to such a tragic event in wrestling history. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait to tune in for more engaging discussions. Better guards, Brittany. <clears throat> Good job there. Thank you very much, Brittany. I think that she may have wrote in before this next guy in the email. I don't remember hearing his name, or I would have... Uh, I would definitely remember it. So we're going to give Justin's uh, daughter a call because it is her birthday. So the roles are uh, reversed this morning. I'm going to be making the call and talking while Justin is uh, just sitting back and, and listening. So uh, I'm going to call her from the static and noise number, which is a shows up as a New York number. So, again, we're calling Katie. 
So he, she's going to New York next weekend on oh, a trip. Okay. I'll hit my alert. Okay, let's see. Let me okay, here we go. Let's see if she answers. You know what hotel she's staying at? And your call has been forwarded to voicemail. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. Good morning. I'm the man trying to get up with Katie. I'm from WNYC in the Big Apple 101.2 Rock. We understand that you are going to be taking a trip uh, sometime here next week to New York City, and we would love to give $500. That's right, $500. Five $500. Yes, you heard that right. $500 spending cash for your trip. Just give us a call back, uh, 518-518. 552-1167. Call us now. You have five minutes to call us back. You think she'll call us back? How, oh, first, how did that sound? That sound okay? That sounds really good. Thank you. But no, she's not calling. Okay. She's not gonna be awake in time to call us back. Uh, dude, I would I would I would call back. You know. I'm so. gonna say she probably this is not an exaggeration. I'm gonna say she probably sleeps on her days off somewhere around twenty hours a day. Yeah, I would say on her days that she works, probably somewhere around sixteen hours a day she sleeps. Well, you'll you'll have to tell her different when she calls back. You'd be like, no, she might be. Like, I lost a chance to get five hundred dollars to take to New York. <laughs> I don't tell her no. No, dude, you have to tell her the truth. So I'm gonna tell her the truth. I hope I give her the right you number. I'm I'm know. I'm pretty sure that's a static noise number. So, uh, <laughs> oh. <clears throat> If she don't call back, maybe I could call back and be like, you never called us back. You lost. You loser. You know, or, or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, her fiance is like me. If he thought there was a chance of 500 bucks, he's going to call. But he's super intelligent. So he's not going to. She would fall for it. Right. He would not. You he don't. So you don't think she's going to call back? No, I don't think. Well, if she does, it won't be during the radio. The showtime. During podcast. Because we'll be done before noon probably. And she's not rolling out of bed. Day after her birthday on a Saturday, she's not running out of bed for now. Oh, well, see, I, I didn't think about that. Uh, good morning, Miss Vicki Newman. Welcome in. Uh, have a surprise for you coming up, Miss Vicki, later on in the show. I might even do that part earlier. Uh, let's see. Your accent is completely East Coast, Goose. Thank you. Thank you very much. You better get that 500 ready. I'm not, Justin, you better get that 500 ready. I'm giving her shit. Now, if, if you know, I mean, you know, if paid her way her whole life, if she uh, makes better money than I do, now, if she's uh, she'd be okay. If she really expects five hundred, I've got some monopoly money. I'll give her. So she can afford. If she can afford a trip to New York, she don't need five hundred bucks. Uh, dude, I can't afford seventy bucks. Anybody can take a greyhound. So I oh, know she's flying up. And they're spending like a her and a bunch of her friends' this girls weekend. Oh, okay, okay, got you. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Travis here. The dude is taken by Jeff Bridges. He's the other dude. <laughs> I love that. The other dude. Uh, T-O-D. Hell, man, we'll just call you Todd. T-O-D. <laughs> Todd. 
Oh, uh, moving on to the next email here before we get started. Uh, this one is from Eggman, and I don't remember ever getting a email from Eggman before. He says, uh, Goose and Justin, I hope you're both doing well. I've been a loyal listener to Hit or Chew Bubblegum for a while now, and I'm eagerly looking forward to the next roundtable discussion. Those episodes are always a blast, and I'm curious to know when the next one is scheduled and who's going to be on it this time. Your show always uh, brings together such interesting guests, and I don't want to miss out. Miss out. Rusty Truck was a great guest. I subscribed to his channel after the show last week. Thanks for keeping the podcast scene exciting. Roswell Eggman. Thank you very much, Eggman. But I don't remember Eggman before. Uh, do you? I do, I do recognize the, the name. I'm going to say he's emailed you've read it before. Okay. Eggman? It must have been some time ago. So I don't know. I'm just completely made that up. I don't know. Oh, see, man. He's right. Rusty did an excellent job. On yeah. Show. Yeah. Well, I'm was, looking yeah, forward to the. Yeah, so did Limits. Limits yeah. did a great job. It was great having him on there. And then when uh, you kicked me off the show for having small testicles. Um, hey, no, you were the uh, one that lit the uh, note with piano strings. Mike and come in. He did good. I yeah. mean, yeah, now you were the one that left the, uh, you know, left the note uh, that you had a piano lesson and a vasectomy, and my well, mom, you I, know, I, I believed it until we called Mother Goose and she's like, "You can't get a vasectomy on Sunday." And, yeah, you can. Well, I can't fix it. Well, I'm just telling you what she said. The cat's in the hospital. But then, like, I, the piano lady wouldn't do it because of my thumb, right, or lack thereof, right, and then the you know. They tried, but due to the small tank and the small test. Okay, okay. Uh, everyone or anyone wants to email us, you can do that. Here to Chew Bubblegum. Uh, here to Chew Bubblegum at Yahoo.com. You can call, text, or leave a voicemail. Now, I had a bad thought when you were talking about stuff like that. Call, text, or leave a voicemail at uh, 606-373-3396. At 606-373-3396. Uh, and, uh, you know, thank you very much. Uh I guess around next round table, probably sometime in December, maybe. Well, um, what's your thoughts? Because round tables. Yeah, I mean, and you know, for those of you that uh, you know are, are are new listeners, and we love you and appreciate you very much. What a round table is is we have like how many guests have we had six before? Square. So, and we just have a topic. I was on a, I was on one that was really big. Um, on a table. I was on another thing that's really big too. But I was on I was on a table round table with y'all that was really big. Uh huh. Um, it was one of the ones when we had the the guy from Anderson Lockwood on there. Yeah, um, what well, massive? Well, we may have had like eight people on that one, eight eight or ten people. Six uh, is a lot. So, but normally, you know, we keep it between what, like four to six people, and we'll talk yeah. about different topics. Uh, the next one that we do, I would like to get a date set sometime in December, promote it, and let the audience tell us what they want us to talk about. You know, and it can be. Whatever, you know, I mean, back then it was like kind of, you know, uh, restricted to UFOs and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. You know, we did dabble outside of that some, but I mean, whatever is open for discussion. So, uh, do you see Vicky's comment to you? Just a yes, nice, thank you, colorful background there today. I, I was looking into our topic for today, and I think I know clipped and I'm partially into a back room slash. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but, yeah. but I like it. I like the way it, it doesn't look like that here. I don't see that here. I only see it on the screen. Look at that, Goose. I'm with the other dude. Uh, you can get anything done on Sunday. Well, I guess that is true. Yeah. You know, I've really not thought about that. We um, have a preacher listening to the podcast every Sunday. So, I mean, apparently. Now, he listens to the replay, right? Well, 
No, I mean, evidently not. He was commenting. So I don't think his bunch takes up to like one o'clock is what he's told me in the past because right. he wanted me to come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because we started out having, like, he does have quite a bit of biblical knowledge. He okay. just abuses it. But we started out having a lot of conversations biblically. And then I think what's got him back talking to me more now is my recent uh, interest in, in more religious stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's got him annoying me. Right. That's exactly what that is, Bowen Cox. That's what a round table well. is. No, no, it's not, Bowen. No, it's it not. Is. No, because there's there's he females and have done on, a lot of on those. round tables. You, you're in a circle and oh. it's round, and you can do it on a table. They, uh, uh, Travis says, my old man was a cop in the late 70s. He left after two years because it was corrupt, nepotism, racist, all the above. Uh, first, Travis, um, I think your dad for his service. Um, what state was he a officer in? Um Dude, that's some stuff, you know, uh, you know, especially on the Static of Noise page, you know, that I uh, talk a lot about. And, you know, we show good videos as well on there. Um, if you go watch some of that stuff, man, the world is getting scary. I mean, there was one like a month ago. A kid went up. They were playing uh, Ding Dong Ditch or whatever, rang a state trooper's doorbell. And the state trooper from Delaware caught him. And, I mean, he pulverized this 15-year-old kid. And uh, did you see the dude that the YouTuber was pranking him in a mall? And he just casually, this is not a cop, but this dude just casually pulls a gun, shoots him once in the stomach, and then just walks off. No, this YouTuber's just doing like a prank video, which are annoying. I understand that, but he walks up to him in a crowded mall, and they didn't they didn't charge the guy with attempted murder or anything, they got him with firing whatever that was called where you fire a gun into a A public area, yeah, Yeah, like Like a reckless discharge of a firearm or something like that. Yeah, actually, I think that's what they said it was. And but I mean, he literally pulls a gun, shoots the guy in the gut, and just walks off. I'm like, Jesus Christ, do you know that on this platform that we're on right now, YouTube? You technically, in videos, and I guess these are, you know, and it just depends. Uh, TikTok's really bad for it, though. But YouTube's right up there with them. You can't say the word gun, you know. It's like pew-pew, you know. Uh, I didn't know that. Yes, I'm you sure. can't say dead, kill. You have to say, or murder. Wow, you, have really? to, you have to say uh, unalive. Because, and it must be something that they have programmed in, because if you say those words, dude, whatever you've got will get restricted or it will get took down. Well, that makes sense to why, like, no, it does not make sense because that's censorship. I didn't get why I didn't get any traction on on YouTube because I didn't I didn't know that stuff. Yeah. And when that guy asked last week, like, if you go back and look, uh, there's a hundred and some episodes of uh, Talk Junkie that aren't on YouTube because I, I I would see comments, people would screenshot comments they made on on YouTube videos. Because what it was is when I used to use Spreaker, Spreaker automatically converted it to a YouTube video. Right. So you know we didn't have to, and and like they would make a comment like like the episode, whatever. And it got to the point where people would make them and screenshot them and send them to me, and then I would never see no comments, no views. I lost everything, and and I was getting videos pulled. Like I can't remember how it went, and and I had the same trouble with just one time with uh, iTunes and I can't remember how this goes, but iTunes either pulled the episode I did about Eastern Kentucky and people leaving Eastern Kentucky, or they pulled the one I did with my son. Um, I think they pulled the one about Eastern Kentucky. YouTube pulled the one I did with my son. 
So if you want to hear the episode where I have my son on Talk Junkie, you have to listen on iTunes. If you want to hear the one about people leaving Eastern Kentucky, you have to listen to it on YouTube. Right. And I now YouTube has pulled numerous. You get on there, you do the episode count, which I don't always put the episode number in the thing, but if you do the episode count, there's tons of stuff on the YouTube page that's just not there. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, there's fun. there's a few episodes of uh Here to Chew Bubblegum, you know, uh missing from uh no, the, missing from uh, Apple. I mean, you know, the the all major platforms. I there's like at least four maybe missing. Uh I know one for sure, and it's the same one that was on YouTube. Let's go back and look and see if those are missing on YouTube as well. Hey, you've showed your junk five times. But so it they was left not. up this one? Yeah. Yeah. But uh yes, yes they did. Uh and by junk he means garbage. But uh they were uh they, they were episodes that got report well, I know one of two of them got reported by the uh lead singer of uh, Trapped, his assistant, because it mentioned uh, it's take you off. It oh, mentioned the it, uh, I wish we still had the Billy Joe Farnsworth using the headstrong piano oh, music yeah, in the background. Yeah, I, had this, yeah. I wish we still, that was the greatest audio I'd ever heard and I have no idea where to find it. I may have, I, I, all of us. I may have that actually. I'll have to go back and check in the archives. He said, but, uh, yeah. He, we, cause what, didn't that dude like hate the queen for some reason? No, no, no. We, we had a guest on, which was uh shipwreck. We had her on the show and she just mentioned that, Something like activities that she let her two kids do during the the letter and number virus that made us wear mask. She just mentioned it. That was it. And she got into a feud with the lead singer of the band Trap that sung Headstrong. And so he got his assistant. And this poor assistant poured over Shipwreck's YouTube page and TikTok page and I think Instagram page and other shows that she had been on. To find any comment where she said anything. And I mean, can you imagine how much time that took for this poor well, little kid to do that? Think about this. She's the assistant for some guy that sings for trap. She's got a lot of free time on her hands. Who? And no, this was a guy. The yeah. Well, the guy. Yeah. He's got a lot of free yeah. times on his hand because trap's not doing anything. They're yeah. not successful anymore. Yeah, so. And and shipwreck is far more entertaining than yeah. trapped. So I figure he had probably a great time. He's like, man, I don't have to listen to that stupid ass headstrong. Which is clearly about oral sex, I believe. I, that's just me. No, it's not. Headstrong, no. He's going to take it on. No. He can take on anything. He's talking about if there's 20 of them coming at him at once. Okay. He, can, he can take them all. Then that's what I always do. Right. Yeah. I don't, now, the, I don't think that's what it's about. So I don't think yeah. that's what it's about. So. It could just be like a personal thing where I want it to be. About. <clears throat> well, yeah, it could be. Uh, but, you know, that's the reason some episodes are missing uh, in our catalog. Uh, you know, I do have them archived back here, but, you know, somebody just mentioned that and. They got pulled. This ain't gonna make it. <laughs> uh, Gina G, welcome in. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, let's see. Third Eye React says, uh, let me show him there. Here we go. Love Miss Vicky, a very nice lady. I don't see her. Uh, I don't do not see her comments. Uh, she won the lottery. She, she sent us a message very early no. on. She had won the lottery and said that uh, she had to go to this show. She had better shit today. She had to go to one of her friends' premieres. She said she'd be right back. Oh, yeah. No, when right. she that does come back, I do have a, I do have a special surprise for her that I'll probably just go ahead and do when she comes back in the uh, chat and joins us because Miss Vicky does do a, do a lot for us, and she's always uh, 
uh, we communicate on Instagram and so forth, Messenger, and she's letting me, you know, she's keeping me updated so I can keep you guys updated on some stuff. And there uh, she's back. Her lottery numbers were wrong. I'm sorry, Miss Oh, yeah. And uh, let's see. Let me skip through some of these. Uh, Travis's dad was a police officer in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, what did he say was, was one of the biggest things back then as far as nepotism at the uh, police department, Travis? Let me get through some of these comments here while he's waiting on that. So Miss Vicky is back in. She's on the other page. Um, is nepotism when you have sex with dead rivers? No, that is not. That is uh, something else. Uh, I can't think of what it is. It starts with an N, though. Uh, nepotism is like if you were my son, which, God forbid, I would have sex with my dead body. I would have. Uh, no, I would have locked you up a long time ago. And I hired you to work for me at a, you know, whatever. That's nepotism. Uh, so there's no dead bodies involved? No, there's, there's, there's no dead bodies involved at all. Unless you have a shovel and a flashlight. Ta -da. Okay, uh, well, then I've got both of those. So i got a metal detector, too. Well, yeah, definitely thank you for your service, Travis, serving our great nation as well. Uh, we've seen that, Justin. Scary. They do want to self-censor us. I, 110%. So, um, you know, and that's that's a scary thought. Let me go back up to this comment there really quick. And thank you very much for welcoming in. Uh, screw Google censorship, Justin. Um, because well, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, even if I, you know, and I don't hate anyone because I was raised not to, there's people that I strongly dislike, but well, you know, pedophiles, I hate pedophiles. So no, no, but I would fight for my last breath to give people that I, I wouldn't give pedophiles a chance. Well, I mean, people that I hated, I would fight until there was no breath in my body to give them the chance to speak, uh, you know. Well, I think the way he phrased that was really important to, to, to self-censor because really that, that's, that's what you kind of have to do. Well, you know, right? and if you, you – right. Yeah, because if, if we're not voluntarily doing it, like we have advantages other countries don't like Canada, like – all these people were talking all these different times. If uh, the Democrat wins, I'm moving to Canada. If the Republican wins, I'm moving. To, you can't say shit in Canada. So yeah. I'm not going to Canada. We'd done be kicked off the air or sued because you can't be sued in Canada. Uh, the dude from Headstrong, he'd be suing the crap out of us right now. Like, that's just the way it works because you can't, like, comedians get sued all the time in Canada and you can't do that. So it, it really is a matter of we have to do it ourselves. And look, I, I've always been one of those people that even if it's something I don't want to hear, mm -hmm. I think it should have the right to be said. Exactly. If for nothing else, because I can okay, turn I it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I can let you know right. how people really are. Like hiding, hiding hate speech to me is dangerous because that just makes those people get a lot more creative and, and it gives them the avenue to hide it. And, and the scary thing to me is years ago, and, and and this this is probably the most unpopular thing I say all the time and the most misunderstood thing I say. I'm a liberal. I'm an actual liberal. I'm not a Democrat, not by any stretch of the imagination whatsoever. And I'm not what people call a liberal now today because that's not what a liberal is. Uh, but back when Lenny Bruce 
and, and people like that were going out and getting arrested for what they said, and people were protesting and doing things to have the right to say things when a comedian could be arrested for what he said, when when there were limits to what, honestly, what belief structure could have, then a lot of, for whatever reason, that the left wing of this country really tried to protect that. And if you look at right now today, the left wing of the country is really trying their hardest to stop it and censor it and say, you can't say anything right. that hurts our feelings. Or do. Well, feelings are meant to be hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you can't tell the truth if it's uncomfortable. That's that's the well, one that scares me. You can't say the truth if it's uncomfortable. Well, it's one thing to say, well, all right, I don't want to hear your opinion. I'm going to stop your opinion. But the other thing to say, well, yeah, that's technically that's true. But it's it's really uncomfortable. I don't like the way it makes me feel. So I I don't want to hear that. Well, I I've been told several times that but you have uh, large babies. No, I've been told, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see now you're you're gonna make me lose my train of thought. But I I've been told several times by um, people in my family, by even uh, city officials over the years, uh, or supervisors that I had that. They love me being honest and upfront, but they wish I could be more tactful. And I actually heard this about, I guess, two years ago. And uh, I'm like, well, what do you mean? Because the mayor of the city that I worked in was telling us this idea, you know. And I mean, you know, he had like some, you know, he had like heads of the police department there and heads of the city parks department and all different branches. And he's telling us this stuff. So you got about eight, eight to ten people in a meeting. And, you know, it was just the heads of the department. And he, I can't even remember what it, what the stupid stuff was about. But at the end, he explains, like, over, I mean, just a lot of detail, 30 minutes. And he's like, what does everybody think about that? And I'm kind of looking around the room, and nobody's saying anything. And I said, well, you want me to be blunt? He's like, yes, please. I said, that's the stupidest effort idea I've ever heard. That makes no sense. And uh, he's like, well, what don't make any so I started breaking it down his presentation and he's like does everybody feel this way and every single person agreed with me okay now after the meeting was over he asked me to stay back and he's like oh can I see you I'm like sure he's like uh well thanks for you know uh let me know that that wouldn't work just try to be a little more tactful next time I'm like what do you mean he's like well, you just said it. I'm like, well, I asked you, could I be blunt? And you said, go ahead. He's like, but I didn't think you was going to say it that way. And uh, he's like, I put a lot of time into this. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. It's the stupidest ever thing I've ever heard. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. Just be more tactful. <laughs> so, you know. Well, so, that, I think you could make the argument that if if something is, if somebody comes up with something or there's something, and it's borderline, it's right there, it's possible, right. uh, possibly beneficial or whatever, then if you take the time to really not make the response politically correct, but take the time to make it a more nuanced response, it's because it deserves a more nuanced response. But if you're allowed in a situation where something's really stupid, just go, oh, that's really stupid. It saves a lot of time. Right. It does. Uh -huh. yeah. And like, you can't be married 
to to like I'm not married to anything. Like I, I suggest stuff all the time, whether it be at work or here on the podcast or whatever the case may be, and people go, mm, no, I don't like it. Right. And I'm I'm not I'm not hurt by that. I'm I'm not married to that. That's not a representation of who I am. It's just an ideal. And right. and and it has no value if it's a bad ideal. Like it just <laughs> there's no point in me hanging on to it, you know, and, and I don't need my feelings thought of. I just need to be told, oh, that's really stupid. And I get told that my wife tells me constantly, that's really stupid. You really Shouldn't do that. Oh yeah, she told me when uh, she came to Comic Con. She's like, "Keep Justin from doing any stupid ideas." I'm like, "I will, I will." Uh, possible. Uh, Travis is commenting here. Uh, I want to. I actually had somebody comment on YouTube this morning. And I've had people ask me this before. What's your thoughts on this? Comment. Let us know. That's Goosey's catchphrase. That's how I do in videos on Static and Noise with. And I was. I, I, I've been asked several times. Why do I say that? And. When I first started doing the content and stuff that I do, you know, number one, I never imagined I would be doing that kind of content. Never in a million years. Um, but, you know, the first few videos that I put out and people started contacting me, having questions or needing help or, you know, a family member, had this happened to them or, you know, thanks for sharing this good police video. We need more of that. So I just kept doing it. But I, I started at some point, and I don't remember when, ending videos. And I would say, what's your thoughts? Comment and let us know. And I do that because, you know, I have read stuff about psychology and, and stuff before. And the world, like I said, is very scary today. And, it, and it's so divided. And I think, and, and I say that to bring unity and kind of bring us together. Because, you know, what's your thoughts? I'm including you. And if you watch, if you hear something enough You'll start to believe it. You know, you, do you understand what I'm saying, Justin? Hopefully, everybody in the chat understands it. So, you know, that shows unity that brings us together. That's why I end videos that way. So, uh, thank you very much, Travis. Um, you know, when when I started talk junkie, like I, somebody asked me, it's like, what's your favorite book you done? Like, what what's the book you done that you think was the biggest thing you done? And it's not. It's my first year and a half probably year of talk junkie. That's the greatest thing I'd ever done up in my life until I started on here at Bubblegum. Well, thank you and, very much, brother. That definitely means a lot to me. When I would do here when I would do talk junkie in the beginning, I would do the episode for whatever it is. And I got tons of downloads, tons of listens. Biggest thing is I got tons of emails. And I met people, people like Malik who every week wrote in, who talked to me every week. And the the email chain become a discussion. And so at the end of those, you know, I would always be like, you know, send me your thoughts and, and email me, you know, this, mm -hmm. because there's times that I would come into a topic and have an opinion on that topic. And then just from that email chain, completely change it, just seeing it from somebody else's point of view and, and change it. And, and I think that's good about what you do is you're, you're representing that for what it looks like what it appears to be on film. And a lot of time, you can get the full truth out of that. And yeah. sometimes well, you can't. You know, what you can't get out of it is how somebody else sees it. And yeah. that allows you, when they comment or they message you, to see how they view it and, and see how they look at it. Because me and you see a lot of those things, and we talk about that. And that's that's my favorite part of those videos sometimes. You'll send me the video, and you'll be like, well, what do you think about this? Well, I have a different opinion of it than you have. And then it lets me see it from your point of view and, and think about it because I don't have the experience in law enforcement. You know? Right. Well, you know, I mean, and just, you know, if that's it. What was that last part? I've been arrested. 
but that's it. Oh, I've never, okay. like, I've never been on your side of law enforcement. Yeah, right. You've never been arrested. Um, but no, you've not. When, uh, when, when people do send me those videos or I find videos, I don't just post, I don't watch the video and just throw it up. I do research on the video, you know, and I mean, I'll go check a newspaper article or a uh, police uh, blotter uh, arrest log or, you know, just whatever. I check it like with four to five different sources. And if something don't make sense, I'll put that aside and, and dig into it, you know, because I've had people send me stuff. And like, hey, put this up and meet, you know, if you can put this straight up. You know, if, if there's a question mark there and I don't know about it, no, I'm not going to do that, you know, because – you know, like you said, you know, you, you know, there, there's more to it, you know. And so I just don't throw stuff straight up. Um, Joey asked, welcome in, Joey. Thank you very much for joining us. Any more, uh, any more word on the Zodiac Killer? Justin, do you want to answer that first or do you want me to? I want you to. You don't know, do you? I don't know. Well, they, well, they claim to have identified him last year, that mathematician I... or whatever, that computer program, whatever they did. And they claimed, I think it was, uh, Joey, if you're still in here, uh, I think it may, they may have said uh, Arthur Lee Allen. I don't, or it, hell, I don't know. The person that they named, and, it, and it's been a while, I don't think it was the person that was the Zodiac Killer. Um, honestly, if you watch the movie, uh, The Zodiac Killer, at the end of it, the only surviving witness picks Arthur Lee Allen is who he picks out of the lineup, I'm, I think. I believe that is the person that done it because when you have someone in a traumatic um, incident like the survivor was, they're not going to forget the person's look, the person's, you know, they're, they're going to remember every single detail. Now, you would think it was the exact opposite, but, you know, yeah, you may force that stuff out of your head, but in my experience, if you are, I guess, and I don't want this to come off bad, if you're strong-willed to be a survivor and overcome the tragedy every single time, well, almost every single time you will, you know, be able to remember every single thing about that incident, you know. And that's happened to me, you know, in uh, my life, you know, and it's exactly what I said. And I've talked to people and exactly what I said. So, um, Lucy, if you don't care, if you have a moment, look up and see who they did name as the uh, killer last year. Um, so they, they still consider that an open investigation then? Because I guess nobody ever got tried for it. Well, so Arthur Lee Allen, I think, died in prison of uh, cancer. So on a uh, or died of uh, cancer. And he was in prison maybe on something else or something. So, uh, The laugh well, is... That's, a, that's a good indicator, too. Like, he's got this record and he's, you know... I'm always curious, like, I think some of those guys never confess, like, up to, you know... Because you, you've got guys that you know have ended up in prison for something else and they've created or committed these big crimes. And some guys confess because they want the attention, and I understand that. Right. But other guys just never let it go and i can't like i this murdoch case from south carolina where this guy killed his wife and kids and stuff like <clears throat> I, i'm waiting for this guy to just spill things about this is what i did or whatever the case may be but i don't think he ever will i think he's too selfish to let the victims have any 
any type of closure. And I assume that guy was probably the same way. If he did it, you know, him him admitting it gives them some sort of closure. Right. He's like, nah, I'm going to take it to the grave with me. Yeah. Um, again, let's see. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We definitely appreciate you, Travis. Thank you for your service. Uh, screw yes, Google. Thank you, thank, thank you for your service as well. Let me get back down here because I have an announcement thank you, to sir. make. Um, Stepbrother was a was a Marine. Was he really? My yeah, half-brother that I grew up with. In Washington State. He what now? He's now a police officer in Washington State. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, is he close to Seattle? Because stuff's bad out there. Um, no, no, no. Uh, it's not super far. From my understanding, but no, they've not had those type of issues. And I want to say he may have started out state, and now he mm-hmm. does like a city because it paid more and, and had better benefits, I believe. But um, he was he was stationed in California, and then I think his wife may be originally from Washington State. Right. And they moved to right. Uh, Miss Vicky, please thank your dad for uh, his service. And uh, before I ask you what you think about this comment, Justin, I do want to make an announcement. I'm doing this early in the show. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out. Our social media shout-out of the week goes to Miss Vicki Newman. Be sure to check her out on YouTube at youtube.com backslash at Vicki Newman 362. Uh, okay, so Lucy said that he's still unidentified. See, because they did claim, I, I, I think I even read an article on the show that they did yeah, uh, catch, identify. Uh, screw Google's comment there. He, I think he might be... Maybe catching on what you're talking about. Okay, give me one second here. Let me get this. But again, and we'll bring this up again, our social media shout-out is the lovely Miss Vicki Newman. Let me, uh, let's see. She thought she had won the lottery today, but My she buttons did not, are not. so she come back to Dude, there's like one point, what, so many billion, so. Um, it's a lot. Let's see. You can open that up there, Justin, that what Lucy sent us there in the, in the group. Let me go back up here to these comments. Uh, it's a new picture of Owen. Well, let's not put, oh, let's not bring that up. That. I love so. that. Uh, FBI finally identifies infamous mystery Zodiac killer. Uh, let's see. Man, it is from the mirror, though. Okay. Okay. Now, see, no, um, there was a legitimate, because I remember NBC or ABC, uh, Talking about that last year or year before, I think it was last year. This is the same thing, as, but it's the same story though. He was right. The same story that Screw Google was talking about. Okay. Um, he was an Air Force veteran named Gary Francis okay. Poste. Yeah. Okay. That's who he it was. He died in 2018. Okay. I still think it was Arthur Lee Allen myself. You know, that's just my take on it. Uh, just because that's who the witness, but officially says un- uh, unidentified, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely a nude picture of Bowen. <laughs> wow, <sighs> it really is two tiny ones and one big. Wow, and they do look like candy canes. I can I can see that case breakers. That was it. So. Now that's an interesting thing that he that Screw Google put up there, and that's what was in that Screw the, Google. The why did you let me keep calling him? What did I say? Uh, Screw. Uh, that's what you said. S K Roo or whatever. 
You said you said screw Google. Okay. That's what I started saying. Okay. And I don't know if that's right. <laughs> okay. But um, like it's internet. It's interesting. Like these sleuths, like that. It, we mentioned it on the show a couple of weeks back. If you've not seen the was it don't what was the what was it called Lucy Don't Kill Cats or whatever it is on Netflix. If you've not seen that, like that is the power of internet sleuths, and they're really really good. At, at what they do, and that may be something that law enforcement's going to have to look at going down the road because, you know, a lot of law enforcement precincts and stuff are overwhelmed, especially bigger cities and old case files and stuff, and some of these Internet sleuths put together really good cases. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened, Blue Eyes. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Justin. I just wanted to send my condolences out there. Um, so you internet solution. Now see, you know that's that's a whole another ball game. So you know I will never claim to be a uh, internet sleuth. Um, no, me. You know so. Um, so basically, what was that? Uh, Lucy put it up. The, that documentary on Netflix is "Don't F with Cats." Okay. Now, see, I've heard of that. I've heard of that, but I've never saw a lot of it. So, there's some hard spots to watch, but it's really good. Well, Miss Vicky, we still wanted to give you that special shout out. So, and uh, you know, you you deserve it. And uh, you know, I'll be uh, announcing that again. So, Justin, moving on to back doors, and I'm going to drop the link here in just a moment. If anybody has any questions, please uh, please comment. Moving on to the back doors and the TikTok time traveler. Tell us about the back doors because I played a little bit uh, in the opening video about what it is. Uh, I had not heard about this until my son told me about it a few years ago. And I watched I, a few little videos back then. And I'm just like, this color yellow is killing my eyes in this hallway. I'm, I'm, uh, you know. Well, to be honest with you, that was going to be my backdrop today. And it would not just like just separate me from it where I don't have a green screen. My walls are green, but I don't have a green screen. Right. So it wouldn't separate. That yellow, I blended completely into. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. But, but, I mean, uh, even in some of the videos that I've seen, they, you know, they just, Mud Digger, thank you. Uh, thank your grandpa for his service. Uh, or, you know, yes, thank, you know, I thank your grandpa for his service. So uh, there's Lucy talking about the documentary and so forth. Um so, don't watch it, Goose. Okay. So, don't watch, don't F with cats. So, really, I figured she would like it. I, why, I'm glad that why would you think she would like it? Thing. Because I, I like you're, you're like this guy got caught and he would have got away with the awful things he did if not for those internet solutions. But I can understand, like I said, there are a couple spots I couldn't watch, I just had to skip through. All right. Um, the Las Vegas shooting, I had not thought about that, you know, because uh, we went there shortly after that. Uh, we were actually scheduled to go, I think, like this, you know, this, like when it would have happened, but it got pushed back uh, in, in 2017. Uh, I've been to the spot where it happened and so forth afterwards. Um, what was your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, it seemed odd, and then I oh, was, it's just, uh, very um, odd. A lot of question marks there. See, I, I didn't have any after uh, that. We just have a different way of looking at things. When somebody mm -hmm. can sit down and give me a good rational explanation, I'm done. But I don't store that information either. Right. I don't remember who it was, and I can get you that by next week. 
sat down and broke it down. And I was like, okay. I was like, I get it. I get what happened. Like so much of the information that gets out, and so much of the information that that conspiracy theorists get along get a hold of, just aren't true, and they're just not. And then um, I don't remember if that guy was there, but there was a local musician, I think, was there. At least the band he used to play for is there. Was there? Well, the and that's kind of Jason Aldean was the guy performing when it when it when it happened. He was the guy that was yeah, on stage. Um, but it, it was a guitar player that lived in Floyd County. And I, th I think okay. that I'm not sure that he was there or if it was just the group, one of the groups he used to play for had opened. I don't remember, but that's kind of what got me into it. And then like what I like about, like a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they'll give you the story that everybody's heard mm -hmm. up front and then they'll give you the actual, you know, and, and like I said, I'd have to go back and look. It, it lost, I lost all interest in it once I heard the explanation. And I, I, well, I, I don't, know. you know, I mean, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. There is a lot about it that I would have to look back up, but I do remember some of it. Uh, but just the entire story that we were told, I had questions with that, and I do remember looking into it. Um, there were a lot of heroes that came out of that, you know, because you had people, oh, yeah. you know, that, that were shot and, you know, dying. And you had people just stop and they would throw them in the back of their vehicle and they'd take off and take them to the hospital. That's uniting. That's coming together. I mean, mm -hmm. no, it's tragic and sad that that happened. But to see people unite and come together, that's the world I would love to live in. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I do remember the... Uh, when they checked the guy's house, what from, he lived in California. There, where they were, uh, what like a, he had a stockpile of weapons and so forth. And uh, he was he was connected to someone else, I think. Now, and this may not have been widely known, but he was connected. I, I hell, I've not signed any uh, non disclosure forms, so I'm good. But uh, he was connected to someone else with something that happened, or something that was going to happen. Um, a guy was found dead in his car close to his residence. I'm thinking a few months before, maybe, and he had a bunch of weapons and so forth. And he had, I don't think that they knew that guy's real identity and identity until this event happened. Um, and that may not be a lot of public knowledge. Like I said, um, I do remember that. And I remember exactly right now where I did read it from. So, uh, that, Probably did not get out a whole lot, so. Um, but, you know. Uh, I mean, that, and, and that's an awesome story. And you have one country singer. Who was it performing? One of the, uh, was it one of the uh, Big Rich or some of the, I was going to say Doobie Brothers. It wasn't Doobie Brothers. What's the other? Uh, uh, McDonald was nowhere near that. No. Who, who's, who's the other guys that sang... Uh, Boot Scoop and Boogie, Brooks and Dunn. Was it one of them or it was somebody who was uh, performing at a club and there was an off-duty police officer that was there, but he did not have his duty weapon with him or his pew-pew. And uh, he knew that whoever it was performing was notorious for open, for, uh, you know, uh, carrying concealed. And he went and talked yeah. to him and the artist gave him his weapon and he sat at the door, you know, with, you know, at a ready position. Uh, for like two hours. I mean, that's hard to do by itself. I mean, oh, yeah. 
you know, if you're not familiar with pupus, imagine standing at a position, you know, and I'll, you know, just imagine holding something in your hand uh, supported this way or unsupported for three minutes. And you're going to start. Weight, yeah, that yeah, way. You know, and this, and this, and this officer. Yeah, and this officer was there for like two hours. So, you know, but. Wow. You had a lot of, uh, you know, just the coming together. So. Yeah. I, I like to see that. So, uh, sorry, I got a call. Thank you, Goose. I'd like to talk to you one day about what happened and ask. Uh, yes, definitely. Please uh, just check out the Static and Noise page. Um, the About Me part has my email and uh, uh, cell phone number for the Static and Noise line. Uh, for some reason, I, people have been messaging me. Well, this one guy has been messaging me on uh, about no, uh, through the Static and Noise email. And some of my messages, when I reply, will go back to him, and then some get kicked back to me. For and it says I can't send a sender. Have Have you seen On anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Some will go through. Um, some will get uh, immediately bounced back, saying like the email does not exist. So, no, I've had it when I've got the wrong email. But like you, if it goes through once, then it should be unless. And I, I and I don't know what the conversation pertains to. There is a way to bounce okay. uh, an email address, and it can have what they call a mask address. So you can send it to say uh, Dudley Dewright at gmail dot com, but it's actually going to a different email. And if they're in the middle of switching where that mask actually sends that, then you'll get a dead zone there where it won't send anything, and then it'll pick it back up. So say they start using, uh, <clears throat> I've got some real weird. Um, messages from what i thought was called proton mail and it's not it's called pronto yeah. mail no well i thought it is hell i still call it uh, proton mail this is not this is was. sending it back to another gmail account well that's what i'm saying it'll it'll like <clears throat> and, and i'm not saying that this that one in particular but i, I know um me and you know him he, he graduated with me he had some issues with uh Hacking with federal people, but you you can yeah. you can you can you can like I can say hey send this to uh, talkjunkie at gmail dot com and even though I don't have control of talkjunkie at gmail dot com I'm this other guy I can go in and get it and everything he gets for so long will come to me at uh, I suck at um, yahoo dot com and then I'll go okay well send me this to uh, you know, and it will uh, do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever dot com, but it'll still come back to I suck at yahoo dot com. Like well, you, you've got an original path for it, and it uses masks. Okay. Like yeah, and, and it'll wrap those, okay. and, and that's that's for people that usually don't want to be don't want to be yeah. caught. They use a VPN yeah. and they use one of those masks. Right. Oh, uh, so uh, Shady J says it was big and rich. So, and I thought that that's who it was, uh, or Brooks and Dunn, but I was leaning more towards big and rich. Uh, let's see. Miss Vicky says, uh, one off duty officer went back, uh, in and was killed. I remember as a donated memorial fund, he had written a book about his early career prior. Um, I, I hate that. You know, that's, I mean, that's nothing that I hear, nothing that I hate to hear worse than that. One of the best, <coughs> and I did a few videos on this and I cannot remember his last name right now. Um, I think it was uh, Jarrett or Jolette, but uh, a New Mexico officer, Darian uh, Gillette, or not Gillette, Jolette, uh, or Jarrett, uh, and I apologize not for remembering his name. He was tragically 
um, unalived uh, a few years ago, and he was one of the best because, I mean, this guy would stop and uh, give homeless people rides. He would buy them food. He would, you know, I mean, he was, you know, he was what 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 everyone, not just in law enforcement, but what everyone should be. Uh, he talked the talk and walked the walk. I mean, you know, so. Uh, but moving on, back rooms. I'm going to drop the link if anybody wants to join us. Just uh, be sure to click on the link. Uh, if you are uh, one of two people, you will not be getting in, so do not waste your time. So, But tell us about back rooms there, Justin. I'm going to uh, darken myself to my uh, – not dar- darken myself. Why did I say that? I'm going to put my avatar up. I will be right back. I mean, I am here, but, te- but tell us about back rooms. Okay. Um, now, the, when we got talking about topics for this week, the two I give you – I'm going to be completely honest with you. They both interested me, but I didn't realize that they may have had something somewhat in common. Yeah, they kind of cross over. Through, so. Yeah, and I didn't re- I didn't think about that until I found a podcast that I was when I was doing research for today that was like, okay, these things are kind of linked. And I see what they were talking about. But backrooms are basically liminal spaces. Um, it, it's just an empty space. Uh, like a place of transition, like a waiting room or a hallway. Or so that, that's kind of where it started out. It started popping up on 4chan, people talking about 4chan. And it, it was a mix between gamers talking and, and then people talking like about alternate realities and, and things like that. And um, there's an aspect of nostalgia to, to the backrooms deal that I didn't like. You know, and, and I noticed it when I started looking at the pictures and the different stuff from that, like the type of the type of carpeting and the type of things in these offices and stuff. And, and you may have never been to a place like that, but there's a commonality between it. I think because entertainment uses it a lot, movies use it a lot. Like there's there's an aspect to those office scenes that, that kind of, when I see it, I think of like um, uh, Fight Club, you know, when, when he's in his office and stuff in Fight Club. Uh, but they're always empty spaces. And they seem somewhat familiar, but they're, you know, they're really strange. And, and they're what they, I guess like you'd be like, it's kind of like they're out of context. It's like you, you shouldn't have a waiting room with one table, or I mean with one chair. You shouldn't have a hallway with infinite turns, right. you know. Like it's always or, – or like the steps. You always see the steps that just keep going down and turning, keep going down and turning. And, and like I said, there's always this sense of almost familiar feel to it, but you've never been there. You just you, – you feel you – feel, you feel like it. And it, to me – and I heard two other people mention this when, when I was looking at it, and, and I didn't think about it until they mentioned it. It's almost some of them have that uncanny valley feel that it, it looks real, but you can tell that it's fake, like you get with AI or a robot or something like that. And then there's also the ones that just feel real. Like they, they don't have that, like it's, and they're newer. And, you know, and if you look at like Wiki, like people are, and this is not, like nobody's getting on. There are people, I guess. There, there's people who get on and like, yeah, this is real. But for the most part, this is not something that was ever addressed as being real. You know, it was kind of like a fantasy thing, like, a you know, in that thought process. But then you look at Wiki, they've built this history and this kind of origin and all of this all the way up to the point to where you get like, it, it, it just like it was a real thing or a real event, and they're building that and they're adding on it. And you know, a lot of weird stuff's come out of Forge Hand to start from there, but you 
you, you build up to that, and then you get to something like the other story we're going to talk about today, or like the menu gate thing. I remember the menu gate thing, and it, it had certain aspects of this to it. And in like, I don't like this. It, it was what they call no clipping in video games, where you'll one part of the background will get stuck on the other part of the background, and then you'll go to a place that's not in the game. Like, you could do it with the warp zones in Super Mario, like the very first Nintendo. It's just junk data that you were you were getting into that junk data via a certain, not necessarily entry point, that's what it looked like, but a point in code where you could trip over. And so a lot of people, that simulation people, think that Backrooms is just basically an, an aspect of reality, you know, from, from and, and and I thought that was interesting to get into that. And that's where I kind of made that connection between like menu gate and then the time travel guy or whatever he is from, from 2027. Like it was weird that, that there, they were those commonalities in, and how those places were represented, represented. And then to see them, you know, see what they showed and, and in context of the guy from 2027 to see that and then figure out what was going on and what was actually happening made it a little more worrisome. Like at first I was just like, this is cool. This is cool entertainment. And, and, and then when I seen with him, like his, his, that story worries me a little bit where the backroom stuff is kind of like, what, what, what was the two girls that killed, uh, or unalive? Oh, you're talking uh, about the, the slender man. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's almost that type of, of reality, you know, just there's, because I've even seen some of the stuff in the back rooms where you know there'll be there'll be things tracking them, like you know they're moss, and you know then the references to video games. And now there's video games based on the back rooms. Like it, it, it came from a certain part of pop culture, and then now it's being taken into entertainment, into movies, and then into video games and stuff. And it's becoming, you know. Uh, it, it, that that line's getting blurred of where it came from and and you know how it developed and stuff. Well, what's your thoughts on you know people calling it an urban legend? Well, it like it's not yet really, but they're portraying it as that. Okay, and it will become that. Like it's like as far as backrooms go, they're not old enough to be an urban legend. Like they're not there. They can't. They can't be an urban legend yet because. That folklore doesn't exist, but it's being written as like that's a weird thing, and it's really interesting, especially on the social side of that, because we are at a we're at one of those times in history where it's probably happened before and we've not noticed it, but you you can look at it now and you can see the history of this being written, okay, and you can see it evolving and developing. Now, twenty years down the road then those wiki uploads, they, they were just like the same wiki uploads for um, the Hindenburg or whatever. Like, you don't know that it's not real. So it, it, it becomes a mix between urban legend and stuff. But I think what, and, and I thought the same thing because like, I tell you that the only thing to me, and, and I know it's a stretch, the only thing to me when I think back and I'm like, okay, where can I find something like this before modern entertainment, before it got into society and, and got become part of the lexicon, the, the farthest I can go back may be like not the story of the Montauk Project, but the story of people finding that abandoned area where they did the Montauk Project. And so when you looked at that, you're like, okay, so like you've got these – it's an office building and it's all this stuff. It's underground and it's flooded and it's dirty. It's out of context, you know, and 
So I guess there was that aspect that, that maybe something like that planted the seed, but it's not really that old. When it popped up on 4chan, you know, that's before they dropped 4chan and it went to 8chan. That was like, it is, right? what, 2019, right, when it popped up on 4chan? Probably. So, and, and, you okay. know, really, I had a hard time narrowing down that date to when well, this started becoming a big thing. And like you said, I think that's that's an aspect of helping making it become an urban legend. Because there had to be a point where every urban legend, the guy with the hook on his hand that escaped from the insane asylum and right. killed everybody by, unalived everybody by a lake. Like, there has to be a point where that become part of the lexicon. And, 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 and I was always very uh, interested in, in how... Uh, urban legend, but but more than that, how folklore and things got passed down, and you know that came from something else. This backrooms thing probably came from something else that was in some way similar. It just it, we didn't at the time that whatever that folklore, whatever that urban legend was, we didn't have the maybe the technical knowledge to understand mm -hmm. backrooms in the way that we sense them now. Maybe Alice in Wonderland is in some way. Uh, backrooms you know something like that a backrooms right. thing you know so i you, you may be right like there, there's definitely probably and i'd have to look into it more to speak mildly intelligently on it but there probably is some aspect of something in folklore that that gave us you know to where we get to the backrooms but at some point in time you know maybe in in our grandkids lifespan that that'll be you know, I don't have any animals, as you, but I will at some point, I assume. Uh, but that may be... Oh, that you may look be, like Grandpa now. <clears throat> but that may be part of, of of urban legend and folklore at that point. Well, from what I found, like you said, it started on 4chan. Uh, it was 2019. Now, I wasn't able to find any reputable site that said this, but Wikipedia and Reddit... Each had comments, and I wasn't able to find the original story, but it started out as a creepypasta in 2012. And I've heard that too. The 17 year old that made the little short movie, or yeah, short film uh, that was on uh, that was on YouTube, and then I think there was one on Netflix as well. Um, the creepypasta actually used a yellow like screenshot that's in our. Uh, uh, you can see a little bit of it in our uh, thumbnail uh, today for today's show. That was a thumbnail for a creepypasta, uh, but I cannot find the, the creepypasta story. But just based on, and I don't get my facts from Wikipedia, based on now Reddit, there's people on Reddit, you were talking about groups a little bit earlier, you know, like investigative groups. Reddit, some of the uh, investigators on there have a good reputation of, of solving mysteries yeah. and murders and, and other stuff. My gut's telling me it started out as creepypasta just because the, the thumbnail, um, and there's one Reddit site or board or whatever that shows the thumbnail that was used in 2012. So, um, I, I would say that's, that's highly likely, and it, it would make sense. I had heard the creepypasta thing. I'm going to have to plead ignorance on that. Other than Spooky Family did a podcast about creepypastas, I still really didn't know what that was or anything till probably that point. Like, I didn't understand what that was. Like, that's, because that's where Slender Man came from. Like, I really didn't have a, a good access to that. But what fascinates me about the way you explain that and, and to think about that is, to me, and, and I know these are, are very vastly different things, but let's look at the 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 um, 
get I'm going to say flood myth, and I don't mean that mm-hmm. in in a derogatory way or like to offend anybody. But I don't say it because I'm talking about multiple occasions of it. From, now, are you talking about uh, like the the Noah Ark flood or the yes? Okay, not just that, but also the Epic of Gilgamesh. Also, okay. uh, you know, in South America with the Mayans and the Aztecs, and not only their origins, their origins come from the flood myth, from Native American flood myth stories, from Asian flood myth stories. There's all th- throughout history. You've got all of these variations of the same myth and legend that happened at different times and different places and stuff. And that may be on a lot grander scale. And that may be from thousands and thousands of years back, especially all the way back to that Sumerian stuff. Some of the oldest texts we know. Okay. Well, this, what excited me about this when I started looking at this wasn't that man, do I think the backrooms are real or this, it was seeing that process to some degree in modern, modern times, because you think of it, you know, so I think, well, we'll never have things like, um, you know, uh, the, the Greek and Roman gods and those things and, and Atlantis. We may not have that in our modern time. We may not have those stories. doesn't matter if they're true or not. We, we may not have them because if they're not true, we won't have the ability to not know. You know what I mean? It's almost right. like that innocence is gone. But then you look at something like this. Well, that very easily could become something that down the road, you know, who knows what it'll be called and who knows how many times that's happened in the past. And we just don't know what it's called. We don't know what it was, you know? And so I, I was really excited on that. And like you said, you can't base anything off wiki. <laughs> like it's, it's anybody can go in and change it, but on something that's not considered true. Cause I, I don't think that even the people talking about backrooms consider it true on something like that, there's a lot fewer people trying to be responsible with Wiki and, and then a lot people, a lot less people trying to correct things in, in, in opposition to that. They're actually trying to go in and contribute and contribute to this folklore and this, this urban legend. And you're getting to see that built right, right. right in front of you. Right. And that's, you know, that's, that's a good possibility. But I mean, that goes back. I, <clears throat> So many people have sent me creepy pastas, and been, I have one guy that was a good friend of mine, and he's like, I used to work in this area. I know right where this was at. And I started looking into it, and then he sent me a video from YouTube. He's like, you can tell it's real. Look at this video, how old it is. I mean, you know, and he don't have experience with video editing and stuff. And I looked at the video, and you could tell, I mean, it was, and I even told him it was a creepy pasta, But, like, it was a story about this man finding this abandoned town, towards western Kentucky, and you had to turn off some old road, and, like, the road was still there, but was kind of grew up, but you could still drive it, and he went and went just, like, I mean, he basically found the gates of hell in this story, and this man was wanting to go see the town because it was still, all the stuff was there, and it was, like, from the 1920s, and I'm like, that's a creepypasta, because I actually found the story on some site that did creepypastas, and he's like, what's that? And I told him, and he's like, I feel like an idiot now. So, and uh, okay, but let, let's take that. Let's take that story itself, and let's go thirty years in the future. Okay, somebody that's twenty years old. That means okay, you know, it's still ten years till they're going to be born. Okay, right, and and they find the written version of that story, right, and they're in the furthest point on Eastern Kentucky they can get to, and they travel to. Um, Falls Dunner. What, what is it? Um, not uh, Cumberland Falls. Yeah. I think. No, was it Cumberland Falls? Yeah, yeah. You anyway, got Cumberland Falls down towards Williamsburg and Corbin. 
So right, they travel down that way, and there's that abandoned Wild West city. Right, it's up in that you can walk to. Yeah. Then they find it. Then there's almost that's western from where they were. Mm-hmm. It's in Kentucky, and they've got, so that's how this. And then that may get perpetuated, and all the things that you could easily tell were false may get lost. And then at that point, that story becomes real. And it changes from a, a, a city, you know, that's been dead for 20 or 30 years to a city that's been dead since Wild West times. And and what we, quote, unquote, called the Wild West never happened in Kentucky. It, it, in the manner in which we see it in the movies, it never existed anywhere in the U.S., but it was very different even here. We were very isolated. We I thought there was... Very behind the I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I thought there was like a two-year period where it was not exactly like what you see in old westerns, but similar for like two years. We probably did have two years of that, but okay. that would be compared to everybody else's 20 years of that. You know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. Like, because just because of. Wasn't like, it the we like first still, two years after the uh, Civil War or, or something to that effect? I think I read I that before. So. Because you had the, the James Gang, like you really yeah. had everything that these dime novels were written off of that we base, that we base our view of the Wild West on all the people that they were kind of written after were around that time you're talking about. And, and right after when you really got six shooter guns and you, you know, you really started to get these bank robberies and stuff. So, you know, again, we build a folklore that in the wild West, it's not very similar to, to what reality was. And, and <laughs> there's a, a case of that of a creepy pasta could easily do that. And I think that the back rooms that one day somebody won't recognize the back rooms is what we discussed them as today. Right. There'll be something different. I mean, I remember when uh, Cronkite was on the show, we were uh, talking about, we were emailing each other stories that we were going to do and found fascinating. And I remember let me go to IMDb real quick to see what the uh, name of the movie was. But yeah, he does that. What? What? No. Basically, he. Uh, let me see, because the little kid from Who's the Boss is in it. Uh, well, he that was the same one that was in Cujo, the Danny kid. Uh, but he was in this movie, and let me see here. Give me one second. Um, Cronkite thought he'd uncovered a mystery. Because he had a, a picture printed off and everything. Love, I love Cronkite to death. Uh, but he had, like I said, a picture printed off. And uh, well, hell, let me see. Give me one second here. I'm having problems with my with my phone. But um, basically, what? Let me look this up really quick. And I apologize for not having this ready. Danny is the is the kid's name. And the name of the movie was, uh, let me see here. Um, and this came out in the, in the 80s, in the early 80s, um, or mid-80s. Time Stalkers was the name of the movie. Have you saw that? No, so, but I know, okay. I'm familiar with the title, yes. Okay. Basically, what the movie Time Stalkers is about is you've got this uh, professor of history at this college and his uh, – his, uh, I think his son gets gets hit by a car or something in the beginning of the movie, and it causes a, a you know uproar with him and his wife. And he is in teaching in the class. This uh, you know professor is in the movie, and he has a picture from the Wild West days. But the the six shooter was manufactured in like 1982, 
So his question was, how did this end up in the, in the 1882? So Cronkite finds this. Somebody had put it on a creepypasta site. And he prints off this entire story and a picture. And he's like, this is a good question. How did this gun from 1982 end up in 1882? And I look at it and I glance over it and I'm like, uh, that's, the, that's a movie. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's a movie. And I, I remembered, like I did just then, the little kid from Who's the Boss, you know, uh, that was Angela's son, played in that movie. And I pulled it up. I'm like, look, Time Stalkers. And I played a trailer of it. And he's like, oh, I thought it was real. <laughs> so, Look, I, I, I can give you something very similar that I did. Me and my wife have talked about Blair Witch a couple of times. Okay. Right? Now, that Blair did Witched. have me fooled when it first came out. Oh, it did me too. Yeah. But now I'm telling you something really crazy about Blair Witch. Blair Witch came out in 1999. I, I depending on the month, I was either a junior or a senior in high school. Okay. I my memory of it coming out is there was some type of article first on the internet. And the internet was very mm-hmm. new at the right. time to me, and a book talking about either the folk, whatever it was. And I remember the teacher that that turned me on to this. Problem was, I had that teacher in seventh grade, which would have been closer to 94, 95, somewhere in there. And these two things are completely joined in my head, and I remember watching it. I remember watching it around 95. It didn't come out to 99. But when it came out, I wholeheartedly believed, based on what I'd seen online and stuff, that that was real. And that, that you know, that, that was just clearly... That that had happened until I seen the movie, and then even after seeing the movie, I wasn't sure. Well, like, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, and, after and I, I like, watched the movie, I I didn't think that it was real then. So after I watched, like, it. I wasn't sure. Which I, I won't say I watched it on VHS, rented it, and again, I'm not very intelligent, and and I was a big. I mean, I believed almost anything back then, but it was made fairly convincing to me, mm-hmm. and and you know, and then but there was documentaries that come out on TV. There was a documentary that ended up coming out on it was on the Sci-Fi channel. The, yeah, yeah. And so weird. I was just, I was completely enthralled. I thought, but the time confusion is what's always got me. But you know, I remember plainly being at the where what we would call the mini mall is mm-hmm. where we live, being right there watching a movie at the drive-in. And it was never opened in my life. I can tell you what the movie was. So, like, you know, I you, remember you, you seeing Jaws there and playing on the uh, pre- uh, playground. I was like three, but I do remember yeah, that. It was never there so, when I was alive, yeah. and I've never been. So, like, I created this just like I created that. That. that How do you know me. you created? How do you know it's not like a uh, parallel universe type tap in? I, I don't, so. and, and it's weird. Like, I remember going to a carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, near what would be, you know, the bank that's right there in that same plaza? Yes, sir. Behind it, between the Save-A-Lot and it. I remember going to a carnival there, and I've been told there was never I don't remember. There. I don't ever remember a uh, carnival there. I remember in, uh, there's no way to dodge this. I remember in Frogtown. I remember going to a restaurant that was in a two-story house. In Fro- or two there, story was. In there, there was. There was. It was a... Uh, uh, Huh? Like an Italian, like an Italian restaurant. Or it something? was a uh, pizza joint, and they fixed spaghetti and stuff, and they had arcade games upstairs. And Menu. it was it, it was called. Uh, what was that now? 
me and you are the only people I've ever known that remember. I was told it didn't exist. I made oh, no. no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. It, it, it did exist 110%. Um, and I cannot remember the name of it. But, uh, well, it was uh, the, the former sheriff from when you were in high school. He, him and his family uh, ran it and owned it's not it. Far from his son lives. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Well, his okay. his mother in law lived right beside of the of the building in the White House. I know the building. But, I, yeah. I've oh yeah. I've yeah. told my wife that, and my dad, my mom, nobody remembers. It is a hundred and ten percent real. And I, I mean, hell, I was there two or three times. So maybe me and you are the only two. That it it might have been, <laughs> and I cannot remember. But it actually started out where the old TV twelve building used to be in the in the blue metal building. Yeah. Uh, it actually started out there uh, first, and then they moved it, you know, to where you said. Yeah, um, we had restaurants and a TV station, and we don't have nothing. That's uh, yeah. Why? Well, uh, Bolin says which movie? And people watching, hey, comment and join in here. Which movie were you disappointed in? Back to the Future 3, Rambo 3, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. And I throw in Halloween in that mix, too, he says. I'm going to say Rambo 3 out of all of them. So. I'm opposite. That's the only one I liked out of all those. Was Rambo Other 3? Other than maybe Halloween 3. Bowling, what was, which one was Halloween 3? That Halloween 3 was with... Season of the Witch. That was the one that did not have oh, Michael yeah. Myers in it. that's what me and Brad liked. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked that. It was different, yeah. But no, I loved Rambo 3. But you got to understand, when I seen it in the age I was at, like I can watch it now and objectively tell you that's a horrible movie, but I'm still going to sit through it and enjoy it. Yeah, I can't help it. I don't think the first Rambo is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, behind your beautiful face. Thank you. Thank you. My entire Rambo collection. And, and yeah, three is definitely in it. Uh, uh, and I, I loved it as a kid. And I got, look, I'm, I'm, I can obviously say, no, it's not a great movie. I, I'm going to tell you two things that bothers a lot of people when I say it. Um, I don't like the Karate Kid, and I don't like Back to the Future. You don't like the Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You do not like Back to the Future. You don't like, like none of the series? Yeah. yeah, I like Back to the Future. And I, I don't, mm. let, let me rephrase it. I don't hate them. They're just not something that I go back and watch over and over and over again. Right. I, I do like Back to the Future 1 and 2. I didn't like 3 at all. I don't like any of the crowd of kids. I didn't like them when I was little. Really? I, I don't like them now. Dude, yeah. uh, what about Cobra like, Kai? The thing is, uh, I've not watched it, but I can't stand Daniel LaRusso. I couldn't when I was younger. I don't imagine I could now. I wanted that one kid. Wow. To, he just breaks off of him. It was dumb to not like well, it when I was okay. younger. The reason I didn't like now, it when I was younger is like, it's not realistic. I would just go ahead. Like the stuff I was watching was yeah. realistic. Uh, let me go ahead. Hey, Rich, how you doing, buddy? Uh, glad to see you up with us. This will be our guest next week, Justin, Mr. Rich Newbuck. Um, good morning, Goose and Justin. Hope you're hey, doing buddy, well. how you doing? So, um... We got off topic here a little bit, but I just want to make, I just, you know, you need to watch Cobra Kai because what you just said was, you know, you were wanting Johnny to win. Well, in the last season of Cobra Kai, I, I you know, sorry, I'm just going to go ahead and ruin it for you, Justin. Johnny and Daniel, they became friends, you know, in, in the series. And uh, so they go out and they go to this big party. And they get drunk. And on the way back, and it's, you know, that's why I can't wait for the next season because it ends on a cliffhanger. They wreck, and, you know, the last thing before it ended last, the last season is, uh, you know, Daniel's dead. 
So, like, you know, this mm. season they've been promoting Johnny with, like, a possible DUI and, uh, you know, like a, a conviction. <laughs> For, Poor John Quinn. Uh, so, he gets beat by a hack, and now he's going to be going to jail for killing that hack. That's, that's, I, I need to watch it. I, yeah, I mean, well, you, you know, you would definitely like that cliffhanger. So um, because I watched, I watched uh, Top Gun Maverick, right. and I liked Top Gun Maverick, where I hate Top Gun. I don't. Yeah. Like, Top Gun's a good movie. I just, I, I hate. Uh, Tom Cruise's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the bad guy. He's the villain. He is the whole, most horrible person in the movie, and I don't like it. Whereas Top Gun Maverick, he wasn't as bad, and I did. It was a great movie. You yeah. know, I can't lie to you, man. That does not happen in Cobra Kai. I just made that up. So, give me Alex. The Crow so. is in a phenomenal movie. Actually, I think it's laying right beside me. We just watched. Oh, the, the Crow. Movie. Oh, I, the Crow's a great movie. I, I mean, love and, it. <laughs> Dude, that's, I mean, and that open, opens up a whole different avenue. Um, like with the alleged curse on Bruce Lee and his family, and, you know, that just, I mean, you know, Brandon had a lot of potential. I mean, that was like his first, yeah. like, major Hollywood film. He'd done a ton of Show independent films. In little Tokyo so, before that yeah. with London. Was and, decent, well, no, yeah, he had. That he really had, showed his. His ability, I think, the so, crow did. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, it's just, you know, in the uh, Bruce Lee movie, what, Dragon or, yeah, Dragon, <sighs> like his biopic. Yes, uh, they come up with a game for Nintendo 64 and it, I still, that's probably the movie I've seen the most in my life. Had, uh, you know, story. here's a nerd fact for you. The girl singing in one of the scenes, like during the... Uh, the, the dance the, scene when he's at the dance? No. No. Dance no, this, uh, no, this is, a, this is a second one. Like, he's at a uh, one of the Hollywood parties or whatever. And when he's, you know, he's he, he's Cato and working his way up. Yeah, and, yeah I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. That is his daughter that is still alive today. So, yeah, she was the one singing, so... I just listened to a podcast. Uh, she wrote a book a while back. Uh, I think "Be Like Water." She 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 continued. She got out of martial arts for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and then got back into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, that's my hero growing up. I, I loved Bruce Lee, and it, it got me excited. You mentioned that movie. I, that's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I know there's some inaccurate stuff, but there's some accurate stuff in it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's really good. Christy, you missed a great game stream this morning. Uh, watching Rich play Red Dead Redemption Two. Which is still the greatest game ever made. So Rich had never played it before. Have you have you played it, Justin? Never played it, but okay. it looks so wild. Rich like, hadn't had never yeah. played it. So uh it was it, it was Rich, my bro, he 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 did good. He got it figured out. Uh Bolin said you were remaking they were remaking what movie? Uh Bolin. Was it Top Gun? Um I think Karate Kid. That's what I Well heard. yeah, yeah. Well they're I don't know what they're doing, but you do know who owns the Karate Kid franchise, right? Huh. Yeah, you do. Will Smith. No, he, Will uh, Will Smith oh, bought, he it. bought it when his kid did it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't watch so, that one. Yeah. Moving on to the TikTok time traveler. Let's do it. All right. You want to tell us about that? About old Javier? Yes, Javier from is it Valencia, Spain? Yes. So Javier lived in Valencia, Spain. I think it's it's not their capital. 
Um, but it was like, I think 800,000 people in the actual city itself, 2.5 million surrounding. Javier goes in the hospital in 2021 to 2022, somewhere in that area, because some of the, did that, he says 2021, but looking at some of the dates on some of the stuff he shows in the video, um, I think it uh, could have been closer to 2022 when some of it was filmed, maybe. But uh, anyway, uh, then he wakes up out of the hospital like Rick Grimes and The Walking Dead, and there's nobody there. And all the electronic devices in, from then on out show 2027. But everything else is like time stood still, and it's 2021 date-wise. The big thing, the thing that initially got me interested in it when they first started pop- popping up was he was filming videos everywhere, and mm-hmm. there was nobody there. There wasn't a soul around. Um, you know, he, he went to airports and hospitals and just the, these busy streets and stuff. And, it, you know, people would be like, you're filming it in the morning. He'd go and show you a clock and be like, all right, it's 5 p.m. at night. Like, he went into random apartments. He went in everywhere, and there was nobody around. And it was really fascinating. And then I just I watched it for a long time, and I just couldn't find any information on it. So I kind of got bored for a while, and then it's been maybe four or five months ago, an article popped up, then another one, then another one, and it got me back into reading it and reading how they, you know, what actually happened, and I got extremely fascinated by it. Again. Okay, so but, what? What I mean, uh, please continue, but tell us what actually happened and 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 so forth. Do you, do you want to know how he made the videos like, uh, already? Well, I'm, I I don't know how he made them, but I would suspect that he shot the original video and then maybe overlaid the exact same shot over it, like at a different, just a few minutes later, where or or something to that effect. Well, th- see, this ties in because me and you've done a lot of stuff. You know, we've talked a lot about AI. We're, you're doing a lot with AI right now, and that's why I kind of suggested this. He's- I found a thing from MIT, uh-huh. and they run a program. Um, the The Deep Angel software and all that program is related to them. Okay. Project Overview, I don't know if that is related to them. I've heard the Project Overview is a government project. Okay. But – this project, the the Deep Angel software and all this stuff, like this is supposed to be the most advanced AI in the world. And they're trying to perfect it. And so they, you know, basically are trying to rebuild these different like locations and stuff, but they're also working on, and that's what the Deep Angel stuff comes in. It's working on deleting Images from images. Like, you know how you'll do the cutout yeah, on yeah. Uh, light sources? Of right. You'll do the cutout and cut the person out. Or the the app, uh, the filter on, um, I think maybe TikTok, where you can basically virtually walk around a place, but you're not in the place, you know, things of that nature. So that's so, how they do it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I seen that and I was like, okay, you know, but he, then there's a the question of, you know, like, is the airport going to allow him to come in and do that, you know, and these things? And then two videos really piqued my interest. The police video where he's got a key to the gate and he walks in and the police car's running. So has it been running for seven years? Or five? Yeah, be seven, almost seven years, six years. Or, you know, did somebody start it? He can't get in the building, but it's, that one struck me as odd. Then he goes into the soccer stadium 
when he goes into the soccer stadium, all these clothes are laid out like this merch is laid out for him. And he walks through the soccer stadium and you go to look, then the TV station one where he put, they put the book in on the news and he comes in and moves it. And like, they show a door opening and, and like, but you can't see anybody. So the, like the city of Valencia and I think the country of Spain were working on a project called Lonely Survivor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's been linked to it, but he won't admit that and they won't admit okay. it. So I think a lot of the videos were product placement videos and that allowed him to get access to this. So mm-hmm. he's got the backing of MIT and he's got their software and he's basically doing tourism work and tourism footage for Spain. And, and, and it's working really. And the idea was for him to branch out and, you have to gather certain footage in right. order to to work Use with it. And I think he got caught in Italy uh, with this big apparatus on. He swears it's not him, which they say there's not a him, that there's a team of people. That's why you never see his face or anything. Right. But that there's a team of people and stuff. And that, you know, he would leave stuff and leave coordinates and stuff. And that was a way to get locals involved and get them sharing pictures of Spain and stuff. and getting. So it was a really great idea. And I'm going to be honest with you, the videos were so perfect. If this is really how they did it, think of what any government, any film company, what anybody could do. He didn't have to use CGI. He didn't use, you know, literally AI did everything. They eliminated everybody. They eliminated the noise. They eliminated the animals. They eliminated the people. That AI program, and it's flawless. Because there's, there's some CGI, and I'm not expert enough to know, but like some of the CGI, you, like even Marvel movies, you watch Marvel movies, you can tell a lot of times what CGI. With with this, to me, I saw nothing. Like, it looked like real life. Right. Um, I mean, well, that's, dude, I, I first saw this in like 2020, or maybe early 2021. And I always thought that he just like overlaid stuff and, the AI stuff makes sense, but and we've said this on the show before. That was like two. I mean, I'm sure he started in 2020 doing them. Hell, let's yeah. say three years ago, and it's that advanced. Exactly. The stuff that I've been working with now? is not that advanced. You know what I mean? So that's a uh, that's that's the scary part to me. Like it was fun at first. It was like watching and then it, man, this is awesome. And I didn't understand. Like, I really thought it had to be a coordinated thing with the city. Right. And then when he started, like, the airport, I was like, how do you do that? Like, you know, like, I always assumed he had some sort of help, but you would have never convinced me it was AI. And I guess, really, there's no proof Hmm. that it's AI yet. That's just, that's what, I guess MIT's not addressing it, but they're also not denying it. And the same with Spain. Spain is, or Valencia, one of the two did admit, hey, yeah, that we are doing this this program. And there's funding for it and a budget and stuff for it. But now he had come in and go, no, that's not me. I don't have anything to do with that. But it, if it is AI, like, it's scary. Like, people talk, you know, you hear conspiracy stuff all the time. People talk about a fake invasion. I'm like, look, you're not getting me on a fake invasion. There's no way. Well, if, you've got, if you've got software like that, you very well oh, yeah. get me on a yeah. fake yeah. invasion that's, because that's amazingly good. 
Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It, uh, you know, for anyone that's not saw that, you know, if you have a TikTok page, just look for uh, what uh, is it, Javier TikTok Javier Time Traveler. Uh, good morning, Joseph Dierte. Welcome in, sir. Hope you're doing uh, well this morning. Um, does anyone have any questions here before we move on to the uh, next thing? And I realize that we've missed something, and we'll save that for next week when Rich is on because. And I'm talking about the sappy and happy. We will save that for oh, uh, next yeah, week. So. Oh, dude, that. no, it's totally my fault. So, uh, but uh, let me go back up here to uh, these one things here again. Our uh, social media shout out of the week goes to Miss Vicky Newman. Check her out on YouTube. Uh, dot com backslash at sign Vicky Newman three six two. Um, don't forget next week we will have Mister. Uh, Rich Newbuck on the show. He is in the chat room right now. And uh, we will be talking about uh, ghosts and uh, I would say goblins, but we're not going to talk about goblins. But uh, Rich is going to be telling us about some supernatural experiences that he's encountered. And um, if you have a ghost story, you know, be thinking about it next week to uh, share with us and so forth. Uh, do you have uh, any ghost stories, Justin? Yeah, you know, I don't want to hear him now. Save it for next while. week. I was not telling I, I, you to. No, no. I can't, what? I can't remember if I've told it on Here's Your Bubblegum or on Spooky Family. I may have never told it at all because it happened to me in Tennessee. Okay. And, and okay. Uh, so, yeah, I've got one. And it's one that I, I really i have struggled with trying to explain. Okay. Well, you can tell us about it next week. Um, and I. I'll give you an answer for it. I'll be like, you were asleep. You dreamed it. <laughs> oh, but I do want to thank uh, our lovely producer, Lucy. Be sure to check out her, her uh, Etsy shop, uh, etsy.com backslash shop backslash LNR crafts and things. I want to thank each and every one of you. Thank you very much for uh, dropping in, uh, watching the replay, checking us out at 4 o'clock uh, when the audio version drops as well, uh, you know, today on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and all other major platforms. Justin, is there anything that you want to say before we wrap things up here, before um, I hit this outro video? There's a really boring philosophical side to um, the whole time traveler and backrooms thing. And so... I actually, after doing all that research, there will be a Talk Junkie episode about it, but it'll be all boring and serious and not fun. Did you, I mean, did I, I didn't interrupt your cut it short or anything, did I? No, no, okay. no, no, because no, okay. it's completely off topic from what we talked about. Okay. And it will suck, and I don't want to make gotcha. this show suck. Well, My four people that listen on the other dude, show talk. You've got more for the four people that listen to you on that show. Um, no, no, I'm you <laughs> Be sure to check out Scientific Fugasty with our friend Luke Fugit. Luke. Email me, buddy. You've not emailed us in a while, and I noticed uh, I was going to mention it about three weeks ago. You're a few episodes behind, so. But those episodes that are up are very entertaining and educational. Be sure to check out our friend, Mr. Junkin. Junkin. Mr. <coughs> Junkin. Mr. Justin Perkins on Talk Junkie. So I don't know why I said Junkin. Um, and again, Miss Vicki Newman, our social media shout-out of the week. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week. Remember, we all have a voice, and together we can uh, make a difference. Together we can change uh, the world. Sir?
be good to people. See you next week, everyone. I got to go pee. Go pee.